Good morning and welcome. Happy Friday. Give yourself a round of applause. Listen, it's tough making it through a week. You're like, oh, thank you. I made it through another one. What a week it has been. Congratulations to all of our listeners and for all of you uh, that had the ability uh, to be putting some gold and silver away. Another uh, seven-year-plus record high uh, again today. Uh, gold uh, just below sixteen fifty. Uh, you think about? It, I mean, we just broke sixteen hundred. But I told you, as soon as we hit fifteen eighty-five, I told you what was going to happen, and and that's exactly what's happening. We're on the way to all-time new record highs. Uh, but it's Friday. Get out the jack. Put a couple figures in, especially if you've been smart enough to help your family be prepared. You know what is coming. We don't have to lie about it. Listen, it doesn't mean that you don't like the president, right? You, you can still support Trump, but guess what? Got to know better. He can't help us. He can't. I wish he could. But it's just, you know, let's face it. When you're running deficits that are $1.5 trillion, which I'm probably going to be more like one one six or one seven this year, uh, 2022, I already told everybody, you already know it, write it down. The real deficit number 2022 will be over $2 trillion a year. Uh, it's unpayable. The pension systems are broke. Uh, everybody, the American consumer, starting show, showing more and more signs of fatigue. We had... Uh, not great data out from the U.S. this morning. I'll tell you about it. Uh, the Dow is down 250, 300 points. Gold at one point was up 30. I think it's up like 26 right now. Um, coronavirus updates, you name it. We got it all for you. And, and the website, allamericangold.com, make sure you go out there. Uh, we got bankruptcy stuff. The largest franchise of Pizza Hut's. I like pizza. You know, pizza's kind of an, right? it's an American thing. When you don't have time for dinner, you call, you order the pizza. Uh, there's a franchise out there. You know, you, you normally think of franchise. You got one to maybe got two, three, four, five locations. Uh, 1,200 Pizza Huts uh, getting ready uh, to file for bankruptcy. As Listen, it's spreading. Whether you want to admit it or not, it's spreading. And I'm telling you all, I'm telling you. And I've been telling you, but now I'm really telling you. You better get serious about your wealth insurance. Now, before we get into all the news, and we got, I'll give you all the economy. We had existing home sales out. We had uh, service sector and and manufacturing flash PMIs. I'll get I'll get all of that to you. The big spike in gold, coronavirus, all that stuff. But on a Friday, I gotta I gotta tell you, this is for all the millennials out there. This, this story is for the millennials. A 36-year-old Ohio woman called 911 twice to report her emergency, which was that her parents had canceled her cell phone service. Yep, yep, that's right. I'm 36 years old, and mommy and daddy won't pay for my cell phone. So what do I do? I mean, logic would be like, maybe you should go down to Verizon or T-Mobile or whatever it is 
and I don't know, get your own cell phone plan, right? Uh, nope, I'm going to call 911. So the first time she calls, the operator from 911 explains to the woman, 36 years old, that, hey, this is for actual emergencies, not that your parents won't pay for your cell phone anymore. The woman, after hanging up the first time, apparently decided she was going to call back and got belligerent with two hours later. So she called, she waits two hours, and calls back, uh, you know, using the, you know, magic words and all of those things. So guess what? The police showed up. They did. They came. They arrested her, uh, and she, she was booked into jail uh, for uh, filing uh, fourth-degree felony charges for disrupting public service. Uh, it is unclear why her parents, her dad is a gastroenterologist, if I'm saying that right, he's a doctor. The mom is a pediatric dentist. So the parents have done very well in their life. And I guess at some point they decided, hey, huh, hmm, our adult child, 36 years old, uh, yeah, maybe she can pay for her own cell phone bill. I'm just saying, right? This is, this is where it's at. This is why Bernie Sanders is so popular. What? What do you mean? You're not paying for me. What are you talking about? Can't just not pay my cell phone bill. Look at how successful you are. I deserve it. And this is the this is the Bernie Sanders uh, mentality. And I thought on a Friday, nice little change of pace on a Friday, right? Yes, uh, all of you out there, if you have thirty some year uh, old children and you're paying for their bills, you're not helping. You're not helping them. You know, and this used to be a country where hard work got rewarded. And seemingly, I don't know how it's happened, but here we are. Forget about hard work. Just give it to me. KTO Radio News Hour. I don't right? Get another couple of fingers of Jack. Hey, it's a Friday. Got a lot of economic stuff to talk about. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the Dow's down 250 points as uh, we got economic data out. Uh, existing home sales, no surprise, down. We had a big spike there uh, in December. Uh, existing home sales falling in January. There's not a lot of inventory. Listen, they've killed this industry. They have killed housing they've ruined it after the great recession they gave away houses by the hundreds of thousands to wall street it's what they did everything's a rental property now it's an airbnb summer rental matter of fact arizona there's legislation being worked on to try to limit these quote-unquote vacation rentals because it's it's killing the market no one can afford a home I mean, the median price of a home, now an existing home, 
is approaching three hundred thousand dollars, right? And 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 any home that's under three hundred thousand is gone. It's gone, at least in this town, just gone. All cash, and someone's going to renovate it and rent it out. I mean, uh, and again, why? Because look at bond yields. Have you seen the bond yields this morning? The ten-year note. Down to 144, the 30 year note, a new all time record low. Uh, the 10 year note, about one basis point away from a new all time record low. We've got the two year now yielded more than the five year, the seven year. We're getting ready for that yield curve inversion again. And you're sitting there and you're thinking about what, what are they trying to do here? Can't make any money. So what do you do? Well, you look at places, where can I go get 6 7 8%, right? Because that's what people need. Now, buy a house, turn it into a rental, right? On all the REITs, and of course, it's all done through Wall Street, and, and people put their, their money there and the REITs and all those things. Uh, and now there's no homes for sale. There's no homes being being built, and, and, the, and a lot of the homes being built now, they, they aren't telling you this. Of course, I've told you. They're building rental communities, doing it here in Arizona. Yeah, thousands of homes, brand new, going to be rentals. Uh, but a lot of this is all due to this ridiculous central bank policy where they feel like they can create money out of thin air, uh, modern uh, money, money, modern theory, or whatever they call it, the MMT now, where, oh, no, deficits don't matter. Nothing matters. It's fine. We had... A bevy of central bankers talking this week didn't quite work out the way they had hoped, did it? See what gold did every time they opened their mouth? Because they talked nonsense. Happened again today. We had James Bullard, St. Louis Federal Reserve. Uh, Bostic, I think he's uh, uh, the Atlanta Federal Reserve chief. They're both both were out today. We're not cutting rates in that. Oh no, the economy's fine. Oh, coronavirus. Don't worry, everything's great. And then we got, you know, we know manufacturing's been struggling, and we got a couple of decent numbers out of some manufacturing out of Philadelphia the other day. But those were January numbers right after the uh, the trade deal got signed. They're not in any reality at all. This morning, we got some flat, well, they call it flash. And what it is is it's the, the numbers that they've collected in the first two weeks of February for both the service sector and the manufacturing sector. And when you read the headlines right now, you'll and, and it's been on there all morning long. You go to CNBC, go to Market Watch, you see the Dow's down. Dow's down on coronavirus spreading. That's actually not true. The Dow was going to open a little lower today, but less than 100 points. I mean, matter of fact, it had all the inclinations that it was going to, to end the day positive. And then these data points came out all in a row. Existing home sales, flash, service sector, and flash manufacturing sector. Now, we know, right, we don't like manufacturing. We don't like those jobs, and we, we're a service economy now, right? 
the manufacturing number, and this is a number where 50 is zero. I, you know, I don't know. Why, why can't we just say zero? You know why they do that, by the way? Because when it's in contraction, they'll have to use a negative number. And psychologically, right, hey, the, the American people, well, negative is bad. So they go to 50, so they never have to use a negative number. It actually came in at like 50.8, the manufacturing number, which for manufacturing, that's, that's, it's not horrible. We've been between, you know, 47 and 51 uh, for a while now, right? But that's, that was okay. It was the service side that made everybody pause. Because this is a number that's been in the upper 50s, been falling. As I've been telling you, the economy's been slowing. This number was falling from 58 to 57 to 55 to 54 to 53. And they were expecting a number between 53 and 54. We got 49, which means what? Negative. And that's what all of a sudden gold was up $10, $12. Uh, boom, gold's popping again. And, and now right now gold's up uh, 25 26 $27, uh, $1,645. Silver, by the way, uh, $1,650 in change, just over $16 and a uh, $18. Jeez, I'll, I'll get it right. It's Friday, $1,852 on silver. As now all of a sudden, do we really have a bigger slowdown than anybody thought. Well, anybody that wants to believe nonsense anyway, because I've been telling you the data is very simple, right? And I don't understand. How can these Federal Reserve guys come out every single day? It's, oh, no, we're not, we're not cutting rates. I mean, we had the Fed, the head of the Fed, Jay Powell, come out. Say, no, no, we're not talking about rate cuts. We're talking about ending, uh, trying to, well, not end, end is the wrong word. Reduce the repo markets. And then we had his vice chair, uh, Clarity. He was out yesterday talking the same nonsense. And then today we get uh, Bullard and Bostic, same thing. And talking about how good the American economy is, right? Just And I'm like, wait a minute. Did you not see the shipping indexes? Right, if if less and less stuff is going by truck, and this was truck, rail, this, that, there, any way you move freight tells you everything is slowing, and they just don't want to pay attention. You better pay attention to that bond market again. Uh, bond market, the thirty-year note hit a new all-time record low, and and here's the problem. The problem is in your 401Ks and in your IRAs. I'm sorry, I wish it wasn't, but that's where the bubble is. That's where the bubble is. Now, that's the only thing that they said that I agreed with because they were worried about asset prices. And this is why you're seeing 
the the huge move in gold now as people are you know they by the time everybody the mainstream people here figure out we've got a problem it's too late and they've already gone and left let me give you an idea let me give you an idea of how bad the problem is in china okay car sales in the first 2 weeks of february for the entire country. Now remember, China is the largest car market in the world. Fell 92% from a year ago. That's it's incredible. What, I, it, it's almost I I can't even believe that you could lose 92%. And I want you to think about what that really means. Think about it. And you're like, well, it's China. That doesn't affect us. Yeah, it does. Think about all the components, everything that goes into making a car. All the commodities, all the, whether it's steel or or electronic components or any of those things. That just means, guess what? All the prices on all of those things are going to fall out of bed. Right? They're just going to collapse. And it's going to happen all over the world. And, and they're, they're starting to wise up. Remember, they keep talking about this V-shaped recovery. But people are not getting paid. Bloomberg's reporting that car sales were down 92% in the first two weeks of February. According to the China Passenger Car Association, it was even worse in the first week, when the sales were down 96%. Wow. Incredible. Very few dealerships were even open in the first few weeks of, of February. They barely had any car dealers even working. Nobody has any money. Uh, they're, they're talking about uh Nobody in China is is worried about buying a new car. And you think about as this spreads. And think about all the companies that are over there. General Motors in particular uh, is going to be the most heavily hit with, with these. But you think about Yum! Brands and McDonald's and Apple and all of these. Nobody's out there. Right? I remember I gave you the Adidas. Remember Adidas came out and said, hey, Eight, our sales were down 85%. And, and, you know, and Apple just comes out and says, well, hey, we're not going to make our guidance. Uh, but they didn't tell anybody the number. You want to know why they didn't tell anybody the number? Because Wall Street probably was like, don't tell anybody the number. <laughs> Can you imagine if Apple said our China sales are down 90%? Make no mistake about it. We, we've known this for a long time. You know, and China is this big of a player. They're the largest market. Crude oil, I don't even know how crude oil is above 50. I really don't. Uh, and it probably won't stay there very long. The longer this thing continues, you're talking about 4 and 5 million barrels a day of less demand uh, coming out of China alone. And this is why you're seeing uh, gold do what it's doing. This is why you're seeing uh, the bond market's doing what they're doing, and now people are starting to worry that, hey, this is a problem 
money can't fix. Even if the Fed does lower rates, doesn't fix the problem, right? The repo markets continue, doesn't fix the problem, right? This is something that cannot be fixed. And, and again, these are things that you, you, you don't anticipate, but they happen, and they happen a lot more than you think. Here's the problem. The whole world, right, was trying to make things appear better than what they were. Everybody. We're not alone. It's not like our central bank was acting alone. They've been doing this in concert. There's no ammunition left in the gun. Right? Think about this. You've got, you know, the the wolves are at the gate. Right? And, and you don't have the machine guns gone, the, the bazooka's gone, right? You're, you're left with a six-shooter, and, and you only got three bullets left in it. I mean, that's really all that's left. And this is, this is why a lot of people now are, are starting to get a little concerned. I don't know what's going to happen. Right? I didn't want this coronavirus to be uh, something that, you know, car sales down 92%. Yeah, that's a statement, isn't it? Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, a constitutional attorney and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. When it comes to politics, it's all about the money for most people. Americans see this problem. What some might not understand so well is where the money comes from. Sure, there are plenty of smoke-filled back rooms where money is passed through a special interest group to a politician. Nobody denies that that stuff happens. However, what you've got to realize is that the money doesn't always flow in that way. Another huge source of money and power comes in the form of the federal census. As per the Constitution, the federal government is required to count the entire population of the United States every 10 years. The Founding Fathers didn't put that requirement in there just to satisfy everyone's curiosity. Who lives where is the key to how the U.S. House's 435 seats are divided up among the states. Don't forget about the Electoral College, which is also divvied up on the basis of population. If citizens are leaving a particular state in mass numbers, it can be a huge blow to their political power. Another factor to consider is the apportionment of federal dollars. Just think about how much money the federal government doles out every year on education, welfare, infrastructure, and more. A lot of that is divided based on population through the census. With such high stakes, you can bet greedy politicians are eager to nab more cash for their states. That's where the census comes in. Liberal states with hordes of illegal immigrants would like nothing better than to have those illegals counted in the census. That would mean boatloads of extra cash for the states. That's why states have sued whenever the Trump administration announced that everyone who took the census would be required to answer the question of whether they are citizens or not. To the average American on the street, this makes complete sense. How can we have an accurate counting if we don't know who's a citizen? However, sense doesn't mean much when the swamp runs the census. 
the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that the citizenship question couldn't be included. This is a warning to all of us. We need to be vigilant against all of the swamp's power-grabbing schemes, not just those backroom deals. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. American citizenship should never be taken lightly. That's why you need to go to phyllisschlafly.com and be part of the dialogue on the need for border security and an accurate census, the travesty of sanctuary cities, and voting rights for illegals. Voice your opinion at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. blue collar of a man he came from the school where you didn't need nothing if you couldn't make it with your own two hands he was backwards backwards use words like no sir yes ma'am Eight here's the good thing what's of good news if you're holding gold you're going to be just fine uh the yesterday we were running $20 Liberties and $20 St. Gaudens at $1,650. I've got 35 20s left. And you remember yesterday, there was hundreds out there. I've got 35. They're going to be $1,660. So you're looking at, you know, depending on where gold is, between 10 and $20 over spot. As soon as the 35 are gone, 1730 is going to be the new price. So you think about that's a $70 difference. Uh, and mostly just because of how we bought them. We bought the um, all of these coins before the, the, the big move was coming in. So I'm leaving the savings here for you guys. Once once these 35 are gone, uh, you're going to be looking. You know, seven. You know, you got 1650 gold. 1730 still a, would be a great price. I mean, the last time gold was near 1650 dollars, you were probably paying 1850. You know, when gold hit 1900, people forget. Here in this country. Right? There was lots of fear out there, right? And we had Obama in office. You know, you're paying twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars for a twenty. So uh, this time around, right, the fear isn't here yet. And and everybody, right there, how great it is, and this and that and the other. It's o, it's okay and slowing. And that's the part, though, we're slow. We're already at two. We know first quarter is going to be maybe one. But the central bank, they're idiots. They're absolute idiots. This is the problem, and this is why we all need to be ready. So 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. And I think I've got it's actually about an even mix of liberties and saints. So if you want to mix them up, uh, you can. I, I've got about 15 or 16 of each one of the Liberties, uh, 1660, 
Uh, remember, and I've been telling you what's going to happen all the way along here. We're going to see 1,700 here. Uh, I mean, I don't know what, what next week is going to bring. If all of a sudden we go through the weekend in South Korea and Japan, say, they're, they're quarantining cities and all these things, I mean, we can see 1,700 next week. Let's hope that's not the case. Uh, but either way, we're going to see 1,700 here in the next 90 days. I, I say it's 50-50 whether we hit 2,000 this year or next year. 50-50, and that's, you know, I, I didn't think that when the year started. I thought we'd see, I, I knew we'd see 17, and I thought we'd see maybe 1,800. Uh, now I'm thinking, you know, it's 50-50 here uh, as to whether we're going to see 2,000 this year or next year. So getting in here at $1,660 uh, is a great opportunity at 800 951 you know, here's something that's starting to happen again, and it seems like every election cycle we start hearing more and more of this. You've got Oregon's seeking to try to become part of Idaho. If you haven't heard that, uh, several rural counties in Oregon want to leave Oregon and become part of Idaho. We've got Virginia who want to identify now as West Virginians. In Illinois, you have the uh, rural Illinois areas trying to escape from Chicago. California is dreaming of becoming, uh, adding another state, right? Becoming, having 51 states. And New Yorkers who thinks three states are better than one. Separation fever sweeping the nation as frustrated, they're calling them rural dwellers, right? In other words, and this is what's happened. Everything's gotten focused into these big cities. You know, you look at Phoenix. Why are we, why is Arizona turned purple? Phoenix. You know, Tucson always used to be kind of liberal and Flagstaff was liberal. Phoenix was conservative. And now that it's, swelled and grown and grown and grown. Well, where did all the people, where did all that growth come from? Blue states, right? And now people are like, hey, these aren't our values when they want to succeed. Uh, and I know up in Colorado, right, Weld County at one point wanted uh, to become its own state. Uh, we brought it up on our network talking about maybe they can become part of Wyoming. Uh, and And it's really something where, uh, again, I think it goes hand-in-hand hand with the 36-year-old with the cell phone. Let me call 911 because my parents won't pay my cell phone bill. Right? It's the same thing, uh, but different because, you know, the voice is gone. We have no voice. We're underrepresented. We've got no voice, and it's swelled everywhere, and you've got these these socialists that are taking over, and people want to fight back. And the problem is, is when you're overwhelmed by the votes, how do you do it? And I, I think we're going to see more and more of these. There's at least five different campaigns now in five different states where cities want to either secede to another, uh, to another state and or 
hey, we want to form our own state. And here's the thing. The only way these would have any legs at all, if it was liberals wanting to get away from conservatives. If it's the other way around, which in all of these, it's conservatives wanting to get away from the liberals, the Democrats are never going to let that happen. Because you got to remember, what that, that gives them, hey, that would be more representation for Republicans in the House and in the Senate. Uh, there would be more, uh, more population for financial aid and all those other things. So it's, it's not going to happen. I, I love the efforts. But this is what's happened. This is truly, I think, of how divided we are, where uh, the liberal left has taken over so much of policy, from gun rights to sanctuary cities uh, to the LBGQ thing and all of those things. It's just it's gotten so out of hand that people are like this, enough. It's ridiculous, and, and it's so well hidden. You take a city like Phoenix, and listen, if you came here, You'd be like, wow, it's booming here, right? Everything's under construction. We got office buildings being built, apartment complexes being built, right? There's construction all over the place. But if you end up going down towards downtown Phoenix, you see the homeless. It used to be that by the tens. Now it's by the hundreds. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. That is our toll-free number here at Patriot Trading Group. We're down to thirty twenties. Thirty twenties left at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, I don't care. Buy it. Don't buy it. Here's the thing. You're going to call. The problem will be: Are you going to call it eighteen hundred dollar gold, two thousand dollar gold? Right, $3,000 gold just makes sense to call now, right? Especially when prices are so, so close to spot. Uh, it's a great value, uh, especially when you think about it's going to be a $70 price increase. I can't control it, right? I, I just I don't control uh, what the markets do. I mean, did I think uh, gold was going to run when it broke $15.85? Yep, sure did. Uh, did I think it was going to jump today, 20 or $30? I didn't, right? I didn't know. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, that market service sector number to come in, uh, in contraction. Listen, Japan's got a recession coming. Uh, they were down 6.3% last quarter. Remember their value added tax now is at 10%. Uh, it, it, it's one of those things that, and people, oh, uh, doom and gloom, doom and gloom. It's not doom and gloom. It's fact. Fact, you know, and this is the problem. People have gotten used to just blow happy sunshine up my ass. And if it's not happy sunshine, well, I don't want to deal with it. And then when you're 36 years old and your parents take away your cell phone, you call 911. And 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 it's just one of those things where uh, it, it is frustrating when we watch. Uh, all the things that they've done, the financial engineering. You know, you can't blame the president. He'll say, hey, it's the lowest unemployment rate in 50 years. He's got the right to say it. Right? The problem is 
is we decided in the late 80s, uh, in the, well, in the really early 90s, let's just change the way we calculate unemployment so it looks better. Right? If we go back to the way they calculated unemployment in the 80s or the 70s or the 60s, we're nowhere close to all-time highs. Matter of fact, the, the unemployment rate would be near 7, right? And we're at, we're at 3.6. So they, they made it 50% better than what it really is, right? It's the same thing with inflation. Don't take my word for it. Go Google. You got Google. Everyone's got Google. Google COLA adjustments, right? Social Security COLA adjustments. And those are cost of living adjustment. And you will see all the cost of living adjustments in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and into the early to mid 90s. Four, five, six, seven percent every single year. A bad year was like three. Then all of a sudden, the late 90s, it starts to go lower. And then starting with the uh, when the millennial rolled over, we started seeing zeros. One percent. You know, I think... I think the biggest was, uh, I think there was one time, I think once we got over 2% in the, like the last 10 years. That's it. What happened? Oh, we fixed inflation. See, we're just, we're just doing such a great job. Is that what happened? Everything just all of a sudden stopped getting more expensive? Is that what happened? No, it didn't happen. That didn't happen. Didn't happen. What happened was they just changed the way they did it, right? They just said, ah, you know what? Forget this. We're just going to use the improvement thing to make it so there's no more inflation. That's all it is, right? If you sat there and you calculated inflation the way you did in 1990 or 1980 or 1970, Inflation would be running probably 7 8%. Someone did a great little study, and I just want to share it with you. And again, the facts, if you, if you don't like facts, well, then I guess you can listen to a different show, right? I mean, that's, that's really all there is when it comes to it. But they were talking about borrowing and wages, debt and wages. And they're, they're saying in this study, they went back to the 70s, went back to when we went off the gold standard. Borrowing, you know, like mortgages, autos, and stuff like that, has gone up 18 times or 1,800%. Wages have only gone up 11 times or 1,100%. So borrowing is outweighed uh, wages by 700% in the last, you know, 50 years. So when I sit there and we talk about 
the asset bubble, and we talk about uh, why it is with the bond, why the bond market's so freaked out right now. That's why. We're, we've overborrowed. It, it, it's just simple math. I know you don't even you know what you don't need to have gone to MIT or the Ivy League. You don't even need to be a fancy economist. You know, you just gotta be able to know your times tables to be able to figure it out. 800-951-0592. The final few minutes of this week coming to an end. Call up and get those twenties. 1660 today, 800 951 The World Health Organization uh, coming out with a warning. Uh, the window of opportunity is narrowing uh, as the virus has spread to Lebanon. We know Iran, you know, Iran yesterday, but a lot of people think the situation in Iran's a lot worse than they thought, but it's Iran, so not a big deal. But Israel now uh, is is jumped onto the list, and the 11 more test positive tests in Nebraska, and I believe I believe that's the people that were taken off that cr- cruise ship in Japan. Uh, looks like 11 more cases. Uh, so remember, we had 14 uh, on the flight over, 11 more people now. Uh, it is being reported by the World Health Organization uh, in Nebraska. So I'm going to assume that's where we uh, put these people up in quarantine, have now tested positive uh, for the virus um, and again, we'll, we'll wait and see. I think that right now, uh, the if the situation continues to spread here, uh, there's going to be some more pain and more. You know, here's the problem. It's just an economic problem, right? We got a, a supply chain problem. Uh, people, they don't want to show you. It's incredible. If you ever get Google, just go to Google. The aerial shots of the ships all surrounding the, the, the Chinese ports and they're miles and miles and miles of them just sitting there. Uh, and now you, you talk, you know, yesterday South Korea closed that plant uh, that made Apple products. Uh, again, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but all of these earnings, uh, I think, are headed lower. Any any country that has exposure to China has got problems uh, and they, now you're starting to be, hey, it may be countries outside of China. That creates a whole nother problem. We'll have to wait and see. But but at least this week, it was not a good week uh, for the for the virus, I guess. And, and the numbers out of China, I mean, that was pretty clear. You know, you don't – 50% would have been bad. 60%, 70% would have been went horrible. 92% on car sales from the largest car market in the world. And, and we're, and we think it's not going to be a problem. I, I just think it's going to be, I think that we're going to see a horrible Q1 GDP number. I think we're going to see these idiots at the central bank here by, by April and May starting to change their tune about, 
uh, interest rate cuts and all of those things. And, and you know, the rest of it, though, the, the housing market, there's no houses out there. And, of course, they, they caused the problem. I don't know. I don't know how we grow out of this thing. I really don't. Uh, I know this. After the bad numbers came out, there was a report out, uh, one of these leaked reports that uh, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin was on the phone with China saying, hey, you better, you, you're going to still honor these, this trade deal, right? We, we're going to need those purchases from China. And if they don't come, and I don't think they're coming, uh, it's going to be a much different year than what these economists were telling you at the beginning of this year. Uh, which means I think we are the highs in for Wall Street. I'm not there yet, but maybe. Patriot Radio News Hour. $20 Liberties and Saints until they're gone at 1660. Everybody take care. God bless. Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday.